When the hearings got underway on Monday, families of the victims were not impressed that former health MEC Gadani Mahlangu was not among the state's list of witnesses. Director General in the office of the Premier, Pindile Balini, explains why. She was the one who committed all the wrongs. She's out of the system. In a sense, she was perceived as a potentially hostile witness and therefore she was not called to come and represent government because it was felt she wouldn't represent government properly. Do you think she should be? Here. Yes. It's one thing to say that you don't want to call her, but do you think she should be here? I do believe that she should be here. There are still 59 mentally ill patients whose whereabouts and names are unknown. In addition, there are seven people who have died and whose bodies are yet to be claimed by their families. 31 patients remain at unlicensed NGOs because their families have refused for them to be moved, citing the trauma they suffered during the transfers. National Health Department Director General Precious Matsuso. 59. We can still not say where they are and who they are. However... We can confirm that they are drawing their SASA grants. So it is to locate their addresses and where they are. Are there unaccounted deceased mental health care users? There are seven that I'm aware of. In other words, there still are corpses that are yet to be identified. To be identified and family members traced. Traced, yes. Matsuso has considered that families of the victims were subjected to further suffering and trauma while trying to locate the bodies of their deceased relatives. Some of the victims, especially in the Twane area, were buried as paupers without their families' knowledge. Some of the bodies were taken to funeral parlors with questionable credentials. Responding to Section 27's advocate Adil Hassin, Matsuso said in Attridgeville, for instance, a funeral parlor called Put You to Rest did not even have storage facilities for corpses. The tragedy doesn't end with the death of these individuals, the unlawfulness of the facilities, the way in which the deceased were treated, the delays. Yes, I, I agree. We then had one, it was an elderly person, said that she had to move from place to place looking for her relative. She had to use her pension money and she was told the body was in Limpopo. The DG says she hopes the move was not just another business project. She says although she does not want to speculate on the reason for the termination of the life Esidimene contract, she's worried that one NGO owner described this as an enterprise. This as Justice Dehang Museneke kept probing about the motive for the transfers and the urgency thereof. He described this as an enterprise, and I'm hoping that... This is not what this was about. The doctor who signed all these licenses, the evidence suggests she now was part of a process to give contracts to people to remove the dead bodies. Should we make anything out of that? This is why I say I'm hoping they did not execute this as a a business project because it's inexplicable. The state has sought to demonstrate that the recommendations of the Health Ombudsman's report are being implemented. However, disciplinary action against suspended head of Houting Health Department, Banisi Libano, and Director of Mental Health, Mahabu Manamela, has been put on hold as the two are challenging the outcomes of the Ombudsman's report. Solidarity's advocate, Dirk Hunewald, says there's no need to halt disciplinary proceedings. 
Behind me sitting family members of 118 people. Where's the fairness towards them? Where's the accountability? Where's the responsibility? There is no basis in law for you to have postponed the disciplinary action. You can proceed, and I submit that you must proceed, because these two individuals has caused anguish, pain, sorrow. The evidence is quite clear that they played a central role in this whole process. The hearings continue this morning. I'm Wissani Makubele in Johannesburg.